Welcome to this green church. We're a Christian community on a mission to raise saviors, believers that are righteous and supernatural, to succeed, lead, and have transformational societal impact. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. and Wednesday at 6 p.m. to be a part of this amazing service. Be blessed as you listen. So our speaker this morning is Minister Remy Akinfaderin. So I met Remy 2015. I don't know. I knew her online before. I met her physically 2015, right? And we're cool since then. Mr. Remy came back to Nigeria from abroad to stay. That got sent out here. So we are the weird ones, okay? <laughs> Hallelujah. And God has used that to, you know, to, to get people together with our Water Life crew. You know, they pray, they see. They have some interesting testimonies. You know, when they spend money, the money does not finish. They're going to spend money in the market and the money did not finish. You know, those kind of Bible testimonies are like, ah, if I did not know, I will say they like. <laughs> but because I did my point, if I didn't know, I'm like, ah, ah, no. I know say they happen, but ah, ah, hallelujah. But in our days, things are happening. Hallelujah. There's clear seeing, there's clear hearing, there's clear knowing. Aliko so Today, someone's here will, this is the word I hear my spirit, it will insanely pop open. Yes. Yes. So with joy in your heart. Hallelujah. Where's the joy? Welcome with me, Minister Remy Akinfaderi. Unto the Lord shall the gathering of his speed. Unto the Lord, Rago sine vedo shakalana mano shatai. Edo vina masanda labados unto the Lord. We are gathering. Unto the Unto the Lord shall the gathering of this people be. We are gathering together unto thee. Come and church, sing that once again. Head over, Natalia. We are 
we are gathered here for you, Lord. Not for man, not for show, but for you. Unto our God shall the gathering of his people be. We are gathered here together just for you. We are gathered here together just for you. We are gathered here just to see you move. Just to see you do a coffee and a manai unto the Lord. Shout a garden of his people be. We are gathered here together just. Probably you've come to listen to a man or woman in my case speak. But you see, even while I was preparing for this, 
I was not asking God for a word just for you. I was asking God for a word for me. Because you see, people come to meetings, they, we, we go on retreats, we come for gatherings like this. But it takes just one moment. Just one moment, just one moment for God to do what he wants to do. But it takes a people gathered to receive the Lord. To take a hold of what he said to do. Unto the Lord shall the gathering. I've not really come to teach because I know we're strong men in the word. I've come as a voice of the Lord this morning. And only never did brandy cool she telefy. Lifra cool shetena melecado sire. Elicatana marabado shetela mananda. Elecosiana madabaracatai. Eliana marabashan de lecosi. Elira do shetana malacate. Elimanu shetavana mane. Elecosiana marabadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadad
sons of God we walk on streets and we will not need to lay hands the dead will rise we're in that season where we just need to walk past hospital fronts and the sick will know that God has passed because we are in the season of God himself where Yahweh is coming to reveal himself in all of his glory and all of his power. As it is in heaven. As it is in heaven. This is not a song. As you sing it, I need you to know it's not just a song. Because we do not sing songs. We repeat revelations. As laid inside of our spirits. As heaven whispers its mandates to us. So when men hear melody. When they listen to the beauty in the harmony. What we are enforcing is a mandate of heaven. You see, before the church began, men were gathered just as we are today. Gathered continually in a room. We call it the upper room. But it didn't matter the name of that room to them. What it mattered was that they were gathered unto God. What it mattered was that they were gathered unto God. Every one of them together in one space. They were not waiting for power. They were not waiting for gifts. They were not waiting for, please we can have our seats. Because I could just continue ministering and you keep standing. They were not waiting for gifts. They were not waiting for what, what, what have we? They were not waiting for prophetic voices. They were just waiting on God. And you know, while I was thinking on the theme for the 
camp meeting. What the Lord placed on my heart to share before we move into the prophetic session proper. When we see the supply of the Spirit, I see a generation that is so interested in gifts. I see a generation that wants to boast about healing the sick, about raising the dead, about praying for long hours in a stretch. But then the Lord whispered to me the demand for the spirit. And they will have me have this conversation with us before we begin impartation. You see, for us to be expecting a supply, we need to know what the demand is. We need to know exactly why we need the supply. Let me, the, the, the Lord gave me an illustration. And what I saw was, I saw men packing sands and like packs of sands and a lot of um, cement blocks. And they just kept amassing. And they stood in one position. I'm like, okay, this is supposed to be for a construction. What are they constructing? They did not know. So in this generation, we have men who are busy buying sands, buying cement, amassing blocks, but they do not have a building. They do not have construction in mind. We don't wake up and start buying construction materials without knowing where we are building on. Because that is the demand for the sand. That is the demand for the cement. That is the demand for the blocks. But I kept seeing this man. They were packing, packing. And I was like, when will they start building? When will they move this to the site? Then it dawned on me that they did not know. And this is what I see in our time. Men who are so eager for the things of the spirit. Rather, Permit me to say this again. Men who are so eager for the gifts of the Spirit. So the Spirit of God is not just here so we can shine amongst unbelievers. So we can say, uh, now we, we are, the, we are the custodians of God. No, it's not here for that. Is here for a reason. The same way, see, the Bible says that for everything under the earth, there is a purpose to it. For every single thing, there is a purpose to it. Jesus did not just come because God felt like visiting the earth as man. There was a purpose to that. And he did not just leave because he was tired of her. There was a purpose to that. And when he was leaving, he promised someone else. There was a purpose to that. And it's important that we understand the purpose to the gifts that we receive. So when we seek supplies, because you see the law of supply obeys the law of demand. We must first understand demand. What is the demand for the spirit? 
in our generation in a time like this in Nigeria in your in your environment what is the demand for the spirit because when you know the demand it determines what you supply it also determines what you crave for you see so many times I have a hard time introducing myself to people I like to just give my name oh my name is Oluremi and people ask me are you a pastor are you a prophet? Are you a teacher? Are you a singer? And I'd love to say that I'm all of the above. But then it gets complex because people want to box you into one thing. I'm going to share a short story with us. I'm a pastor by ordination. I'm a trained pastor. I went to theology school. I graduated. So I could say that I am a pastor. I'm a prophet by auction and anointing. I'm a teacher by training, by calling, and the gift in the supply of the spirit. I'm a singer. I have voice small. Small. It's just small. I try. But more than that. And not defined by distance. I am a healer on those days that people need healing around me. I'm a prophet on the days that people need to hear the voice of God. I'm a pastor to my ministry because they need a shepherd. I'm a teacher because there's a generation that needs to be taught the word of God. And there are men who have been raised as stewards of the mysteries of truth. But I am defined by these things based on the demand in my environment by time. One of the things I love doing the most is teaching and singing. But in the past two years, I've been more of a prophet and healing minister than a teacher and a singer. Because that is the demand. So when you crave this gift, when you are asking for the supply, what exactly are you asking for? Do you want to heal because... People around you are laying hands on the sick and they are coming to life. Do you want to raise the dead because it is written concerning us to raise the dead? Or because your heart breaks seeing destiny is cut short by death? The Lord will have us have a mind shift today. I see a people being sent out with a prophetic voice from here. I see a prophetic training also. I see men being groomed to go into the nations. 
But we must understand the demand before we set out. If not, we will miss it. I was speaking to my people at our meeting last week and I told them, not for once in my life have I ever prayed. God, please give me this gift. Do not get me wrong. It is good to desire gifts. But I have never desired any gifts. Because I, I like life. I just like to be on my own hand. And I was telling them how it all started for me. It started from intimacy. I just found myself between 2015, December 31st, and 2018. I started, I started a, a journey into my prayer life. And I told myself, you know what? You would pray every day. And then back then I set my alarm, five minutes. That's a good start. Five minutes. And then I will pray. I'll pray for like 10 hours. I'll now look at my time. The five minutes is still like two minutes I've used inside. I'm like, hey God, have I not entered this? And then five minutes, I started passing five minutes. I was like, ah, uh -uh, nice one. We, I increased the time. So what I had was I had a start time alarm and an end time alarm. I increased it to 20 minutes. From 20 minutes, we're doing well, doing well, doing well. I increased it to 30 minutes. From 30 minutes, I increased it to one hour. And from one hour, it turns to two hours, three hours. But then note that my goal was not the stretch. That happened on its own. I do not know why the Lord is laying emphasis on this. That happened on its own. What mattered the most to me was I was coming to God. And now the, the funny part was at that time, I just, my tongues, it was just three syllables. So you know, you know how difficult it is to pray for. It was so bad that my roommates could mimic my tongues. There was a day I was praying. Then she, I was staying with someone then, we're living together. And then right where she was sitting, as I was in Sheba, she was doing it, I'm like, ah. But then, nothing changed in my heart. I did not have ministry in view. Nothing of such. It was just a hunger for God. It was just a God, I really want to know you better than this. I, I want to experience whatever David experienced when he said that I want to know you better than this. I want to spend time in your presence. Touch the fine lines on your face. Watch you smile over me. It was just that for me. Nothing extra. And then that continued. And there were days I would find myself praying for days, non-stop. Sometimes a day, I think the highest I ever went was three days. But that happened a lot of times. And it was never planned. I never tell myself that today, I'm going to pray for three days, non-stop. Then I go to Twitter and announce it. Because that's what we do now in this generation. It was just me worshipping and the Lord had me tarry. 
for three days. But because I was used to the progression, it did not, I did not even know until I saw the time, the dates, the missed calls, the messages from people that had come to check on me from church. And God so good, it was not a Sunday, it was weekdays. And during that period, 2018, was it early 2018 or late 2017, I was going to get something at the market. We had this bazaar in my city where I was living. I was playing a song. I'm always in my earpiece. I'm always plugged in. Almost always. I was listening to a song and I had a vision. And in that vision, I was transported from that location to Asia. Mind you, I was walking on the road. I was transported to Asia. And then I saw a woman. She had sores all over her body. Completely all over her body. And she was in so much pain. She was crying. And then I saw Jesus. He was standing right beside her. And I saw all the sores on her body. On his body. Though he was not crying out in pain. But then there were tears in his eyes. And, you know, I was moved with compassion for that woman. And it felt like that compassion put me in trouble. Good trouble, by the way. Because what happened next was just a tiny saw on her knee moved to my own knee immediately. And I screamed out in pain. And I was wondering to myself, this is just a tiny part of this woman's pain. And I'm feeling this. How is she feeling? Then I looked at Jesus and I saw that he was carrying the pains of the whole world. And I asked myself, how is this guy coping? I kept crying. I didn't know what to do. I did not pray at that, at that moment. I was shouting, screaming, crying. Unknowingly to me, I was shouting outside too. Oh, they called the police on me. And kept screaming. I kept screaming. I was crying. I was shouting heavily. And then I was tapped out of that vision. I remember that name clearly. I can never forget that vision till I die. I opened my eyes and I saw people all around me. A police van. They're like, are you okay? Are you just... I didn't know what to say because we like to tell them that I, I saw Jesus. Ah, I was sleeping, sir. <laughs> I'd go to a mental home that day. I told them I was fine. I walked into the market, but I could not get what I wanted to get, so I just walked out back. And I saw the police van. It was trailing me. Slowly. I saw them. In fact, they were packed outside of my house for a couple of days, just going, coming, just to be sure I was really fine. And I got home. I was hungry. I went to the market to get food stuff. I got home. I threw everything away. And I started praying for Mary. Because I had carried Mary's pain. I started praying for Mary. I knew at that point that I would never meet Mary on this side of eternity. But I could not stop praying for Mary. 
because I had felt Mary's pain. Even if it was just a little bit. That little bit, I could not hold it in. And I did not stop until Mary was healed. And yes, I knew when Mary was healed, somehow. By the Spirit, I just knew I was released. And then it moved from Mary in Asia to John in England. Men that I would never meet, but men that I knew I had to stay and intercede for. To Toby in Nigeria. It continued like that. That the Spirit of the Lord will come, wake me up, pray for this person. This is what is wrong with them. And that was how I found myself with healing gifts. Because I was interceding for men. The demand. The demand was sick men. Men in pains. Men that God sees and is moved with compassion for them. I did not for once pray that God give me gifts so I can heal Mary. It was God Mary asked to be healed. It was more about her pain than the gift I wanted. And for every single person I prayed for. It was that same. Because I, I till right now I can remember exactly how Jesus was. I could see how hurt he was. Not because he was feeling pain. But because Mary was in pain. I see men who crave a supply, but are not in tune with the heart of God. It is all around us. And I pray for you that we will not be those people. You see, this gift, this supply of the Spirit, it has a demand. Sometimes people get the supply even when they do not know the demand. Sadly. Sadly. But then it destroys them. You see them puff up in knowledge. You see them become the opposite of whatever the Lord wanted to use that gift for. I moved from praying for people that I would never know. To walking on the roads and I would see men. I'm just walking on my own. I'm, going, I'm not praying. I am walking. Probably I want to get ice cream. And I'll see men. I'm going on my own, no jelly. And I'll see a man. But then I'll see him naked before God. With the exact thing wrong with them. And now I'm burdened to pray for them. I started picking people's burdens. Without knowing. I did not even have this term for it as at that time. I can make understanding of it now. But as at that time, I could not. And I could not even tell people. I just knew that I was seeing people. So I moved from interceding to the gifts of healing to sight, the prophetic. And then I would move out, see people from sick men. I also began to hear the thoughts of God towards these people because I was praying for them. I began to, I would, I would stay on my own and I would just know in my spirit. And this is what God feels about this person. And sometimes something in you will nudge me. Just try your luck. Try your luck. Near them. Tell them. And I'd move closer to them. 
And I'll share God's mind with them. And then sometimes they break down in tears. How many gifts have I mentioned now? The prophetic and healing. Intercession is not a gift. <laughs> if believers can, they will ask for prayer as a gift. But let me tell you this. Let's open our Bibles to Revelation 8. Matola Barakanda. Revelation 8. I think verse 3 or 4. Matola Kashantele Baros and then I. Are we there? Is it protected here? Are we there? Alright, I'm just going to quickly read. It says, when he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about half an hour. And I saw the seven angels who stand before God. And to them were given seven trumpets. Then another angel, now take note of this, another angel, having a golden censer, came and stood at the altar. He was given much incense that he should offer it with. That he should offer it with the prayers of all the saints upon the golden, the golden altar which was before the throne and the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints ascended before God from the angel's hand then the angel took the censer filled it with fire from the altar not fire from the incense. Not fire from the golden censer he was holding. But fire from the altar. There's a place where we need to make sure that the fire on the altar does not go off. Because it has a purpose. So while you may want to receive prayer, the Lord can help you in your prayer life. He helps men. With their prayer life. But the Lord will not help you to pray. It may ignite the fire inside of you. But it will need you to pray. To keep that fire going. Back to what I was saying. So I moved from intercession... Now, notice that, I, note that I was not moving, like, completely away from. I was just receiving, amassing more. But based on what? A demand. I moved from interceding for men. To healing men. Now, the healing gift was not so strong at that time because I just used to know that they were healed. Sometimes I'd get to see them in visions and just know. There are no physical evidences yet. Then the prophetic gifts came. And in all of this, my love for the Father stayed. And my love for the things that He loves 
And I want us to hold that dearly. You see, what keeps people in ministry, and let me tell you, we've all, we've all been called into ministry. Every single one. Every single one of us. We've all been called to a purpose. Our hearts must burn for the things that the Father's heart burns for. When God moves in compassion, there must be men on earth who can feel his compassion and they move with him. When God moves in anger, there must be men on earth that will be angry at the things that God is angry at. That is what changes a generation. Men who are in tune with the emotions of God. Men in tune with the emotions of God. And then his mind. So we move to prophetic gifts. While I was young, I used to see on clearly. And I used to dream, ah, my father back then when I wake up and I'm like, ah, they dream like, oh, no, 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 no. Because I'm always dreaming about our neighbors. And he does not want to know if it's a bad dream. Because he has to tell them and when it comes to pass, they'll say he has a witch as a daughter. I did not make sense of all of those things. They were just there. But then the giftings changed. They became, listen to this. Some of us carry generational giftings. And I'm going to share something sweet with you. Some of us carry giftings that are tied to a body. You like it or not, there are gifts that flow in this house. And because you are a part of this body, just because you attend this church, that gift is inside of your DNA. Because let me tell you, God is not just about planting churches up and down. Again, I say this, that when God wants to do anything, there is a purpose to it. So if there is a this green church, there is a purpose to it. There is a demand for this green church. And there are giftings attached to this demand as supplies. And these giftings are embedded inside the DNA of everyone that is attached to this ministry. So if you say anywhere that oh, I attend this green church. Usually when I go to places, I'm, I'm blessed to see what is in the atmosphere. And I just wonder sometimes, do these people know? Do they know that this is what they carry? And why they carry it? So there are giftings passed from parents to children. And let me tell you this, they can remain untapped. That a man is blessed or has been given a supply. And I feel like this is where God will have us understand this clearly. So we don't start seeking without understanding. You can have supply and die with supply. The man that packs sand, packs cement, packs block, and doesn't know that he needs to build the house, he will die with all of that and it will be a waste. If the blocks don't expire, do blocks expire? Do they? Anyone here? No, they don't. It will be a waste. You know, the Lord was speaking to me. Second Samuel chapter 1. After Saul died. 
And then they came to David. That Saul was dead. David is a better, is a better man than majority of us. And then he cried. He was sad. I'm like, wow. Good guy. Nice. He cried. And then the man who came to him said, Saul requested of him to kill him, to pass the sword through him. And then David, the, the Lord highlighted David's comment to me. How dare you kill the Lord's anointed? And while I was praying about this, he brought it back to me again. He said that Saul died with a supply. Because Saul did not understand the demand. Saul was not king because God just wanted to grant the nonsense wishes of his children. The minute God entered that plan, there was a purpose attached to it. And it was not to shame the people that you requested for something. No. Throw that Bible theology away. It's not a wicked father and he does not play such games with lies. The minute God accepted Saul to be king, the minute it became a permissible will of God, there was a plan in motion by heaven. So Saul was anointed. Saul had received a supply. And even though he had died, David reminded us that this man had a supply. Sadly, Saul never used that supply. Saul never used that supply. Though he was anointed, he thought he was anointed to be king, to a title. Please stay away from titles. Do not be part of those who crave titles, who crave to be this. Everybody slamming pastor, apostle. Do not be a part of those people. Saul had a title, king. But Saul had a supply for something that he missed. And because Saul was not meeting the demand, a David arose. It did not change the fact that Saul had a supply. Saul still died with his supply. Heaven recognized him with his supply. David recognized him even in death with that supply. So you see, there are men who may say, Oh, anointed this, they heal the sick, they do that, they pray for 10 hours. When I see them, I can see. But then they are not meeting the demand. There are men who pass this earth. Who are blessed and graced. To receive this supply. But they walk past just like that. And it all boils down to one thing. They did not understand the demand. 
They did not know what to do with that supply. They did not know what that supply was for. Though David was king, sorry, though Saul was king to Israel. There was a pattern with the judges. And God had something in plan for him. But he messed that up. Again, what supply are you craving? You go on with a lot of it today. The ones you have will be intensified. But you first need to understand the demand to them. Why do you need to raise the dead? See, when you understand the demand, hmm, and you have a gift that brings dead men back to life, you will understand if certain deads do not rise when you pray for them. Because again, it is not a show off of power. It is not a, I have this. Again, I see this a lot in our generation. And it hurts me so much because I know it's a destruction path. I know that's the tactic of the enemy. To make men feel so full of themselves. And because they can see one thing there, one thing here. They keep moving in that path. But there's destruction in front. Why do I have eyes that see? Why do I have ears that hear? Why do I have an, a heart that knows, that just knows? Why do I lay hands on the sick and they come back to life? Because it is not about sick men in general. It is about this sick, this sick, this sick man, that sick. Each and every individual as a person. The destinies and the lives attached to each and every one of them. So I need us to take our eyes off these things that we crave, these things that we desire, and switch it to the demand for them. The Spirit of God is here for a purpose. So while you may crave the gift of healing and you're not getting it, Have you thought to yourself, maybe God really wants to speak to people around me instead? Because sometimes I see people craving for a supply with no demand around them. So you may actually have the gift of healing inside of you, embedded inside of you, but it cannot show forth because that, there's no need for it around you. So when people need to hear God's thoughts towards them, you're offering healing. When people just need to be touched, you want to teach them. 
that this is how healing works. You're a teacher. So that's, that is the time you want to teach. But God does not want them to be taught. He just wants hands to be laid. We're in a season where men would not just want the spirit. Because it's a nice attachment to our work. We're in the season where men should be ready to walk with him. Let's open our Bibles to Ezekiel. Ezekiel 1. I'm going to read from verse 1. Then KJV tags it as Ezekiel's vision of God. Again, it starts with intimacy. That's where everything. Unto the Lord shall the gathering of his people be. We are gathering together unto thee. We are gathered here together unto thee. We are gathered here together unto thee. Unto the Lord shall the gathering of his people. We are gathering together unto thee. We must be men that learn to stay. That actually enjoy God. We must be men that enjoy God, that find, that just love to be. When I say be, I do not mean stay. I mean be in terms of your ownness, your own being, that just love to be in God. That have found ownness in being with God. If there is no seek to heal, I am fine with that. Um, I'm trying to remember the scripture where there were certain prophets. They were divided into two batches. I think it was in Daniel. I can't remember clearly. And when the Lord did not give a word, some of them began to seek mediums and sorcerers. And then there was a group that stayed. They were okay with there is no word. They were okay with just being with God. It did not matter that nothing had come forth. They did not see it as a problem. The Bible said that they continued. The priests, they continued in the temple. They continued with the activity. 
They continued enjoying God. See, the order of a priest is intimacy. And that's why the Bible says that he has called us kings and priests. Kings have authority and power. Priests are bounded by intimacy. Men will get to see God face to face. Men will get to enter where men, men cannot. Men will get to stay. Priests are bound by intimacy. So priest and king. Intimacy. For it drives the power and authority that we carry as kings. Revelation 5. I'll go back to Ezekiel. It says, now it came to pass in the 30th year, in the fourth month, on the fifth day of the month, as I was among the captives by the river Cheba, that the heavens were opened, and I saw visions of God. On the fifth day of the month, which was in the fifth year of the king's captivity. The word of the Lord came expressly to Ezekiel, the priest, the son of Buzi, in the land of the Chaldeans by the river Cheba. And the hand of the Lord was upon him there. And then I looked and behold, a whirlwind was coming out of the north. A great cloud with raging fire engulfing itself first. And brightness was all around it. Again, that fire you want to spread, it must consume you first. Engulfing itself first. And then there was a brightness all around it. And radiating out of its mist, like the color of amber, out of the mist of the fire, also from within it came the likeness of four living creatures. I'm going to move to verse 11. Sorry, verse 12. Now, now, each one of these four living creatures went straight forward. They went wherever the spirit wanted to go. And they did not turn when they went. So when the spirit moved left, they moved left. When the spirits stopped, they were not trying to get ahead of him because they loved to walk. They stopped with him. When they decides to turn back, they turn back with him. Sensitivity. And not just sensitivity. Knowing that we follow someone. You see, the supplies of the spirit are bound to the spirit himself. The supply of the spirit. It is first the spirit himself. And his varied expressions and gifts overflowing inside of us. So those who will carry this supply. Who will embody it perfectly. Must learn to be in tune with the spirit. Again I see a sending forth happening soon. For this body.
see a movement into the nations. But you see, your pastor will not be everywhere. And that's how the Lord is using him to raise this army. So we also must be in tune with the spirit. Everywhere the spirit went, they went with him. Not turning left, not turning right. They kept on moving with him. And this is my word for us. Because I do not doubt that we have received and we will receive supplies. Whatever you do, follow the spirit. No, let it not be an idea that you hold inside of your head. If we say that we are led by the spirit, walk after him. God is raising men that will be him in the marketplace. I did not say represent him. That will be him. You don't necessarily have to be called to the pulpit. You know, earlier this year, the Lord told me he's doing something with creatives. And it just keeps coming back. And every time I go here, I hear it confirmed. And then when you look into the creative space, you see what the devil is doing there too. And one thing I've learned about the devil is this. He can create nothing. The devil cannot create anything. He's a cunning... See, the reason the devil has existed and has lasted this long is because the devil knows how to adapt. He has existed per generation. So he adapts to a time and season. For every time and the Bible says that for every time and season there is a purpose. So what the devil does is he walks around and tries to understand the purpose. Because he cannot create anything good on his own. He has to first of all get intel from the body. Watch all around you. When you see that God is saying, I'm doing something in this space. I'm doing something in that space. When you get there, you find the devil there. Doing his own something there too. And I feel like that's what the devil is also doing with this supply of the spirit. He cannot give it. He cannot take it back. But he can mess with the mind of men. And how they view what they've received. So he goes about every time, from generation to generation. The devil is a hard worker who respects his work rates. Actually, he works hard, but he works foolishly. You know, you can be working hard and you can be doing it wrongly. He works really hard. From every generation, he goes, walks about, tries to understand the times, the seasons, and the purpose to that time and season. It's the same thing he did in the days of Daniel. He whispered it to the king. Because the king was running an agenda that did not belong to God. And did not come from him. Though he did not know. Let me tell you, when men do things, sometimes they don't know that they are not running their own agenda. They are running the agenda for the devil. The devil cannot operate on, its own, on his own anywhere. 
is a demon fallen. It needs. You have an edge over the devil. The devil needs things to operate here in this realm. He needs bodies. He needs people to come in agreement with him to operate. You All you need to agree with is the one living inside of you to operate. So he goes around. And then he whispers to the king. That there are men trained. So the king told them to round up every one of those young boys. And he told them, teach them. A new language. Daniel chapter 1. Teach them and shape them to this culture. Why? Because the devil understood that God was about to do something with that space, with that group of men. And here's the thing about the devil. For every time that he tries to, in his mind, I've passed corner, I'm in the front. What he does not understand is, God has a holistic view to everything. And for every time he feels like he's doing something to cut the promise off, he's only giving us even better shine. Because you know what happened was if David, if Daniel rather was not in that palace and the Lord did what he did through them, the king would not have had a change of heart. He would not have put Daniel in charge of the wise men. And what Daniel represented was the order of magis that would see when Christ was born. Because after the king recognized Daniel, what happened was he brought him and he allowed him to train men. That was where it started that men were being trained to see. And it was for a purpose. So Daniel was there preserving a line that would appear when Jesus was to be born. And they would see the star. And they'll be one of the first people to say that a king is born. Let's go and see him. They'll be one of the first people to confirm the prophecy that God is here on earth. Again, there's a purpose to everything. Daniel may not have lived to see that time, but he held, he anchored an order that brought that. So every time the devil thinks he's stopping something, because he cannot see beyond, he can only see what he can see in that space. Back to creatives. I started hearing God is doing this, God is doing that. And I'd write them down. Then I'll look at the people that I'm like, ah. is it really you people? Or another set of people? Sometimes I wonder how these things will happen. But by the Spirit. By the Spirit. So the devil goes about. 
it sees that there is a supply for a purpose. Let me tell you what God is doing in this season. Hmm? It is beyond the church. It is beyond every one of us as individuals. Because time is running out. The last days have begun. We are in the beginning of the end of time already. The last days have begun. The Lord told me, 2017, that there is a huge harvest coming. And this is the largest harvest I will ever have. And it was the day I was so dejected in my spirit. I was crying that God, you said this is a huge harvest. We are the laborers. And he told me something. Do you think a man will plant so well, so largely, and he would not have prepared laborers? But I told you this is the largest harvest for me that I'm expecting since creation. Since creation. So this harvest will not spoil. That's what the Lord told me. And so when I see men like me, men like you, with this supply, I am emboldened because I know that truly the word of the Lord stands that this harvest will not spoil. We are men sent out into the field to bring back a harvest for God. was sent out in different ways into different places. And some of us may say that the harvest is far. But he says, look around you. It has begun already. It has begun already. What do you desire? Why do you desire them? One of the things I've seen, and the Lord just reminded me of it right now. There's a reason why I tell people, you guys are so lucky. Some people prayed into gifts. But I see people, one person will receive like four gifts at the same time once. Demand. It is not because they've done something that others did not do. One asks the likes of Padiboye. If you can get a Joseph Ayubabalala to come here and he should tell you, if you can get a Omoni Yomatune Emmanuel to come and tell you how much this man prayed. They prayed to enter things. We are in that generation where we are entering things because there is a demand waiting and laborers are needed. So even if you come at night, so you see one person pack four gifts meant for because there is a demand. No, it is not normal. See, gifts usually before were spread abroad. But these days you will see one man carry everything. Because there is a strong demand for it in our generation. You are not the demand. Your likeness for a gift is not the demand. Look all around you. There is a world groaning. Look at the news. 
There's a world groaning. They do not even know what they are groaning for. But if you are in the spirit, you should know that they are groaning for you. We, 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 we take that scripture every time. The world awaits earnestly the manifestation of the sons of God. The world is waiting for you. When you read scripture and you start seeing yourself, your own part to play, I think it begins to make more sense to you. The world is waiting for you. Scripture says, village life ceased until I, Deborah, arose as a mother in Israel. Do you know what is village life? People sit and join, having fun. Tears by moonlight. Soft life. No also. But it ceased. That peace. That serene environment. It ceased until a Deborah arose. So until men arise and enter into their calling, we are delaying certain things. Rise up on your feet, everybody. And I'll just like everyone, wherever you are, talk to God. To tune your heart to the needs in the spirit. To the needs of heaven. You see, the man that will carry the mandate of heaven and walk in the earth with it must be in tune with the whispers that come from heaven. To tune you to what heaven is demanding in this season of us. That we move in compassion. Where God's heart moves in compassion. That we are aligned with God. You see the spirit of the Lord is our compass in this dispensation. He's our go left, go right, turn right, turn left, stop. As a prophetic voices in the house. Lepuna kita labra shantele bedosa. Iratu sentele menon tenekai. Yatele mereketo shatala barande. Delenebrango sinabatai. Raku shetele nemenusa. Oh, pray in the Holy Ghost, somebody. Reto shidabarabada katea. Matele bereketo shita yarabadaya. Ekayana mashita yarabaroche. Elepeto sinamalika tayada brande nenananda. Ira. I see the desires of arts being changed. In Adusa, being tuned in Adukaya. And Urakusha Tala Namanosaya. Rata Namarabadabadabadabadea. I see a fire falling. Eko Bayadarabashandele Beregerosa. Eko Rina Mashandala Baragadea. Ekayadabaro Tekete. Iyatana Malika Tayadabadashaya. Irakusha Tana Malende. Elipanama Mama. Mataya double lekadosa, Maliku tulubruntu numusha, delenemenoshe, Ishatalabadosha, Talabarakatea, Elon Sinakaya double lekosaya, 
Pressing to the Holy Ghost, pressing the Spirit this morning, pressing the Spirit this morning. And for that lady, Madura Bradosa, the one be beside Madoni Falakatai, Rendo Shetelem Rendo, Rande Kusanama, yes, yes, Reto Sabalaba Shandeleva Rosanada. And I just see a tab open from heaven, a channel open from heaven right now, and a feeding lakusa tana. I do not even know what is in it, but I see a stream flowing inside of her. Rako si pada bashante, ratele nemeneketo satala dabadeya, ekana bradu satala bashante, redu satala damanose, ekina mashante, et naruko solo nomorosa. You're coming into stature. Rabba na malika rabba shande. Erusa kala rabba shante leberegerosi. Yata yada dada kaya. Ayata labrado shataya. That you come into stature. Paluke lipatuna. You're such a big man in the spirit. Hey, kaya rabba shata yada rabba osia kaya. I tap awake. Ekura pashata yada badeya. This giant waiting, this lion waiting to roar inside of you. I tap it awake right now. Somebody pray. Because the spirit of the Lord is already laying hands on men. He's doing the touching already. Hallelujah. 
I see that you are a financier of the gospel. Let PNM it may look like the resource is not here. But the Lord has told you this before now. You carry resource. You carry kingdom resource. You carry kingdom resource. And the Lord says to tell you that I trust you with it. I trust you with it. I trust you to use it for what I need you to use it for. You carry kingdom resource. Because you see, God trusts men with wealth. But there are certain men that God trusts with kingdom resources. It is two different things. And I see you carrying a, a van, a van filled with it. And I speak upon you this afternoon. It may not look like it fully yet. But I pray for you right now that it happens to you according to the word of the Lord. The Lord says He's given you a voice that is not timid. And He does not care about your temperament. He does not care about your temperament. Because let me tell you this the righteous is as bold as a lion. The righteous is as bold as a lion. So you will not be limited that this is how I am. This is how I behave. You will not be limited by it. I see a prophetic voice waiting, waiting, waiting to find expression. And the Lord says that this one's voice belongs to me. To speak my mind. Is she a prophet by training? She is. Shelly Catalabarante, Rabashande. Calibaripa Duna Matande Leberedo Shedea. Kalenemeco Sifetai. And sometimes you may wonder. That my type does not exist. We are not many. <laughs> but the Lord is saying, open your eyes and see. I have surrounded you with like men. I see a tribe attached to you. You know the mind of God for a generation. And you do not just know it. You are one of those who will stand till the word is fulfilled. You will do everything at all costs. That is why she is standing before me. You will do all things at all costs to ensure that the will of the Father is birth. And I pray strength for you. That though the enemy tries to save you, that your faith will not fail. Your faith will not fail. 
Cry out in hunger in tongues this morning. Cry out in hunger in tongues. Eko sokoto, eko koko, kaka 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 kaka, ya koko koko, eko soto kondos, e blue kuti priada, makate, eka soto brada na degedesis, eko toko sokoto, ela soprehe degedegedes, ela eko sokoto londos, eko soko pregedi, makati ya daba shata, ela eko sokoto, ela predegedegedegedes. Echo soko pregadiriosos. Yep. Eliada gadagasos. Echo soko lopolodagos. Echo soko lederederedirios. Yandala didibiriaka shataya. Echo soko plegadelederede. I want praying tongues some more. Let your hunger reach out to heaven this morning. Let your hunger touch you this morning. Cry out in hunger this morning. Lord, I align my motives with yours. I align my motives with yours. You will see it. I see it. I see it. <laughs> Rato satadi ahi Raboja Eniana kate Raboza I will be exalted With your hearts open They are here Receive it Enama Receive it Oh I worship you Eratata la prosata Likari aradosa Hey How do I say this? Wow, wow, wow. Hey. Ah. We are gathered. We are gathered. And they are here. I hear a new thing. I see a new thing. It's like, oh, the only thing I can see right now, I literally, oh, shakari basandi aladi, hena karo zataya barabanda. I see the upper room and fires of coals on your head is here. Ta'eba rakate 
gold. I hear gold. I hear gold. I hear gold. I can't do how do I see it? And I have done it. It's here. Align your hearts and receive it. I have done it. Death did need to please men and just embrace me. Rakosa parebo shataniande. Rakatosa kaliande legedosha. Hey. That's what you are singing. They are here. I told you. I told you. Align your hearts to just worship. Yeah. Hey. Please be fully here, everybody. Be fully here. Pay attention. Things happen in moments. Things happen in moments. Don't 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 miss this moment, okay? Don't miss this. Don't don't miss don't miss moments. Ekatila pra esuko pra dega dele degas. Dale yato gosto koros. Don't miss moments. Don't miss moments. Don't miss moments. There's a spread of fire. There's a spread of fire. There's a spread of fire. Rako shita patatatata. You saw the presence of Please do not be a spectator where God is. Limoto panama nama nama shatai. Rada da 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 ba ye debelege dos. Oligos elabaku shatan. Elamradu sekelelebe dos. We cannot do this on our own. Oligos ekana malia ba ya da baraba shatai. Elia ba nama zuse. Eria zusa kana malipa ya da bade. Move the way you want Holy Spirit 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 I see healing in the house. If you are sick, run forward to the altar right now. 
Because healing is bread to the children. Right now, I speak to every stranger in your body. Out right now, in the name of Jesus. Infirmity has no place here. Sickness has no place here. Because the oldest, the Messiah has brought, has no limits. So right now, I speak that every sickness, every sickness in your body, out now in the name of Jesus. You've sent your word, you've healed every disease. You are the Lord, my healer. You've sent your word. You've healed every disease. You are the Lord, my healer. Jesus, 
Jesus, oh Lord, scripture that says they brought all manner of sick people before him. Please if there is anyone with a migraine that keeps coming back. This is your time to come out. If there is anyone with PCOS here. Those with migraine in the middle. Those with PCOS over there. Yes you can. Rapatona Mashande Jesu Ohe Oloruko Aquerire Jesu Please dance before God Oloruko Aquerire Jesu Oloruko Ranamana malakate, 
Oh, Yataya, even right now. My God is doing good. Even right now. Jesus is doing good. Even right now. Jesus is healing every sick. Even right now. That growth in your tummy disappears. Kanamatula parabashande. Everyone with menstrual disorder. Lekeli panamashande naya. Inatusa irregular menstrual flow. Even right now. Enamashande. Yadele belekero shiatalabarosha. Join me. Yatele meno shikanamarende leberoshaya. Yatevedusha belekerende. You know, beyond healing, what I see is a fire engulfing you. I see a work, a perfecting work of the spirit inside of you, an igniting work of the spirit. Hey. Even right now, Jesus is doing good. Even right now, my Jesus is doing good. Even right now, Jesus is doing good. Even right now, Jesus is healing man. Even right now, he is touching man, he's touching, he's touching Alekatosha. Even right now, Manekusia Talabatesha, he's doing good, Ilamakezotaya. Even right now, when Inanamade Shataya, he's touching, he's touching, and Ianamakosi Telenda Labatos, Ebrekutunda Lemadesha, Ianamakosi Tilibregoton in Inamade, Inananesu Telebregotosi Tayaladesha, Inanamakosi Telebrekutunda, Igadadadadosun de Lebregatea, Inananamakosu Tilibrakatos. He's delivering man, he's delivering man, and Anana Makosi, Kanamakosi, Katesha, eating sickness, eating sickness that began five years ago. Eating sickness. It began five years ago. Please, if you are, I'll say it again, okay? Eating sickness that began five years ago. Okay? Something happened to you. And it began afterwards. Alright? If you are here or you are online, please let me know now. 
is always different. My own is always different. But then I said something when we started this meeting. That unto the Lord shall Because when Mary asked the angel, how shall these things be? Because I know not a man. He said, by the Spirit. Impossibilities turn to possibilities. Where men gather to God and he reigns. And I know God is here right now. So if you're wondering that maybe my own will be different. 
because your own has always been different. First, I break that chain today. Now, when it gets to your turn, everything just changes. I break that chain today. Because you're favored by the, God, by the Lord. Because you belong to God. The separate lot you have is that of goodness. And not that things turn for evil when it is your turn. Nah. And I need you to consciously say no to that circle. Like to consciously remove yourself that no, I am not of this line. Even today, Jesus is touching me. Even right now. Like right now. Now. Even right now. Jesus is touching man. Oh. Even right now. Jesus is touching man. Even right now. Jesus is changing lives. It's changing the trajectory of parts. Even right now. Jesus is changing parts. Even right now. Even right now. Jesus is touching man. Even right now. Even right now. Right here, Jesus. right now. Jesus is touching man. Even right now, hey, Jesus is touching man. Even right now, Jesus is touching man. Even right now, Jesus is touching you. Even right now, Jesus is touching you, man. Even right now, Jesus is staring you, man. Even right now, when I'm in an Jesus is staring you, man. Even right now, Jesus is touching you Even right now, Jesus is touching you Even right now. Jesus is changing lives. In Ananamakosa, even right now, He's changing, He's changing lives. He's changing lives. Even right now, He's doing good. In Ananamakosa, even right now, He's unburdening. Unburdening you, even right now, and Anamakosa is taking away every burden, he's taking away every burden, even right now, even right now, and I never go see Kalakes who tell a bacaya, so tell a bacaya, even right now, 
He's reaching out to you. He's reaching out to you. He's touching your very heart. He's touching your very heart. Even right now. Even right now. Even right now. Even right now. Hey, you look at those. Hey, oh, Kalikaro, Shataya, Labados. In the name of a cozy, a Katosha. Even right now. Jesus. You know, some of you thought you came out for physical healing. But then for almost everyone I've prayed for, I've seen weights lifted, literally. Emotional baggage being released. And I'm reminded again of that scripture where it says, the owners, the Messiah has brought has no limits to it. delights me so much because there are so many people walking around in the world with burdens I see an Esther what do you do? What do you do? I see an Esther, one who advocates for men in palaces. I do not know what this means for you. Not right now. A junction in your life. And I pray for you that when that time comes, that the Spirit of the Lord jolts your memory. It gives you strength to make the right decision. I see an entrance into palaces. Jolts your memory when the time comes. And right now, Mado Rabatali Kerosha.
You see that man by the gate, he had not seen for 38 years, if I'm correct. It was not like he could see and then he stopped seeing. He had never seen. And then he shouted, Jesus, son of David, have mercy upon me. And then the people hushed him. Sometimes I feel like the people, it is not that they did not think. They felt like it was not a style that Jesus came for. Not in terms of poverty now. I, felt, I feel like they felt like it was beyond healing. Because healing should be for things that are, then probably got spoiled and can be repaired. That when men are born a certain way, it is meant to remain so. But I love Jesus. And I love creative miracles a lot. I love creative miracles a lot. And so when they hushed the man, he shouted even louder, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And then Jesus came to him. And you know that man, Jesus asked that man and he said to him, what do you want? And he says, if it is your will. If it is your will. And I love the response of Jesus. It is my will. And that's the, with the word of the Lord to you this morning. That it is my will. First, I speak out that thing. How often do you experience the pain? Every time. Do you believe that you will stop experiencing that pain? If you do not believe, I believe. You 
see, let me tell you something. Sometimes we say we need the faith of the person we are healing. The only time Jesus needed people's faith was because he could not believe in himself for them. When the disciples passed the, 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 the synagogue and they saw that man and they said to him, See, man, God, we have none. But what we have, their own faith was enough for him. So even if you do not have faith, we have faith. Their own faith was enough for him. So they just gave him healing and they went their way. The only reason Jesus could not believe for people because he could not believe in himself. Someone had to do the believing in him. So every time the disciples went out healing, so many times we'll see that they did not need men to align fully. Healing was now theirs to give because they can believe on behalf of men. Now here's the thing. You can now go back and the healing changes hands. But at that moment, at that moment, their faith was enough. Rabado shadalakadeya. Repetina palika tirabado sintai. Repitu kutu, please come closer. Rapa shantele barakados. Yatele berekados, satele lebedos, sakalendaya. Elekedos, shiana marante ke tele berekados. Rabados, etekelebedos, yataya. I speak out every pain in your leg right now. Zelema nushe kadalabado shataya. Zalekuza vanembreto sina manende. Eidina maluse ketele debedeya. Iatele breketo shataya. Right here, right here, right here, right here. Not when you get home. Right now. Rapocha napa shatele beregedo shia. That pain is gone completely. Reto shina banakato shande. Yatele merekedo shatala maragadosia. Yana malika tuna fataya. You mentioned something else. Mato filebelekedosia. Langa. What's the cost? Rapatos. How long? How old are you? 22. Mature fashion. Belepekedos. Rapatos. Telepekedos. Jesus the same yesterday, today and forever Jesus the same yesterday today and forever 
You are
mercy cannot heal. You are Yahweh. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. There's no mountain he cannot move. There's no sickness you cannot heal. 
Somebody give praise to Jesus. Do you believe he's the Lord? I believe. Yes, Lord. I believe. Yes, Lord. Do you believe he's the Son of God? That a son of God is the Lord. That he is your Lord. Yes, Lord that you are the son, of God. the son of God. We are grateful. Oh God. We are grateful. Oh God. For all Hallelujah Our Father in heaven We glorify We bow down In heaven, we give all the glory to your name, Jesus. Who we bow down, our Father within us, within us, we glorify.
we sing not because it is sweet to sing but unto our God we sing unto the Lord we rejoice unto the We rejoice unto Jehovah Yerabayanaya. We rejoice, we rejoice, we rejoice. Hey, We rejoice unto the Lord. We are joyous unto our God. Joyous unto our God. You see, if you know what God has done for you, you will dance. If you know what God has brought this church into as a result of this four or five days, Kai, I see an expansion coming. Male, no, 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 see Kai. I'm so sorry. These people beg your pastor for me, so they will invite me next time. I've used, it's not me, the Holy Spirit has used beyond the allocated time. I see this church expanding. And what I see placed in your front is gifts wrapped in gift in gift wrap so many of them so many of them and you know i asked the lord if we ask everyone here to pick 20 each the gifts will still be left and the lord said to me because there are lots for men not yet here. And they come. And they come. I see a flourishing. And I see a speedy growth. Not just growth in numbers. I sense so strongly in my spirit that you've labored over this once in spirit for spiritual growth and sometimes it pains your heart for some of them but the Lord is saying it happens speedily and to exercise a little bit more patience more patience for the ones that seem to be walking even slowly for he brings them into their lot for their lot is with you so there is nothing you can't give it to someone else it belongs to them so they will grow into it they will come into maturity And I speak upon everyone under the sound of my voice this afternoon. Kandeleva shanteleva kodia. That you partake of your lot that has been given to him. I speak against the spirit of offense. That the Lord places love in your heart. For the shepherd over this house. 
and for everyone that leads. I cancel out the spirit of offense. When men see offense, they will refuse to pick it. Because let me tell you something. Though we are one body, we are many and we are very different people. Again, I speak against the spirits to bad bites and gossip. And please, for as many of you that are already doing that, please stop it. Please. What God is bringing you into, I wish that you could see it. These little foxes, they are distractions. Do not let the enemy shortchange you. Do not let him steal from you. I see a whirlwind. You know, we had seen it while we were praying yesterday night. So what's this? That's my team. And as we were praying, I think what I was praying for her, I looked around and I saw it moving around. And the Lord says it has come to stay. Service may begin to go differently. Because there's a breakout of the prophetic. So do not grumble when it starts. You prayed for it. Again, I pray for you. Every single one of you. That you live according to that which is written concerning you. You know, every man has a book written concerning them. Even God, when he came here on earth, Christ lived according to a template. There was a script. You know, one of the prayers that the Lord has laid in my heart for myself so much in this year is that when heaven opens the book written concerning me and they peep and check my life, it will be the same thing. And I pray that same prayer for you this afternoon. That you live in accordance of that written concerning you. You're not far behind because there are many men far behind that written concerning them. They are 10 years behind. And for those that are already behind, I speak speed that the Lord brings you up to date. I hear speed. I hear flight. I hear growth. Father, we bless you. We give you all the praise for the healing testimonies. We thank you for your move. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the things that you did that we did not we do not know right now that you that you did them, but we will know in the future. We thank you for testimonies that are unfolding. We thank you for this army that you're raising. We thank you, Holy Spirit, because you've started something different with them this week. We thank you because we know that you're able to sustain your move. Nothing cuts this move short. You move the way you want. You do as you want. And I pray for everyone. That the word of God finds expression in your daily lives. You know, this is the prayer of every pastor. That as they preach, as they teach, that the word of the Lord finds expression. That people can see you and they see the word. And I pray that, because I know it is a prayer for you. 
So I prayed for you that the word of God finds expression in you. You grow, you come into stature. Father, we bless you. We give you all the praise. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' most wonderful name we have prayed. Hallelujah. We hope you were blessed by that sermon. Chance to growth and global impact. Feel free to contact us via our social media platform at This Green Church. And do join us every Sunday by 9 a.m. and Wednesday by 6 p.m. to be a part of our family. Remember, you are that Savior. You are light and life to your world. <laughs>